You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back, punters and dribblers. Thursday, Arvo. Um, just got back from Newey. Forgive the fucking yawn. I'll keep them to a minimum today, punters and dribblers. Don't you worry. I'm a professional first. I'm a podcaster first. Playing hurts second. As I simultaneously yawn and pass wind. (laughs) Mate, you had it fucking easy. I had to drive back (laughs) while you laid in your fat ass (laughs) in full recline. With the jacket as a blanket and your hat over your eyes, punching out the big Z's. I'm the one who had to keep the fucking, keep the car on the road in the driving rain, doing my absolute best, listening to some crap on the radio that I didn't enjoy. Yeah, the radio. The radio station choice was fucking poor from you, mate. Yeah, that was on you. That was on you. No, well, look, we listened to fucking Kempy. That was good. On FCN, and and then I didn't change it. And then I didn't change it. That was good. And I didn't change it. Um, I I fought the urge to to pull over and have a nap on the side of the road. I thought, nah. You should have let me know, mate. Stop, revive, survive is the rules. It is. And I I made a call. I made a call that I was okay, but I just wanted to because mm. I was I was over it. Were you looking at me jealous? Because it was, I mean, even then I didn't have a great, I didn't really sleep. I dozed, but it was enough. I was just over it, you know what I mean? Like I was just over it and it was taking fucking ages and I was starting to count the metres, I reckon, and that's no way to live. When you're counting <laughs> the metres... On a 200k fucking car trip, you're in big trouble. And I, and I was. Counting the metres. Good God. Like with one of those uh, metre counters. those uh, Trundle wheel. Trundle wheel. Shout out to Trundle wheels. Um, hope you're still doing all right. Shout out to KO and uh, to No Limit and to Gal and to Garside and to Butch. <laughs> Dude, Butch is no joke. We'll Butch, get to Butch. We'll get to Butch and Nikita Zoo. Georgie Rose. Georgie Rose, Matt Rose, Trent Rose, the Roses. Shout out to that old billionaire with fake teeth who wouldn't stop dancing all night. Old Red Shoes. Red Shoes. I, I, I actually had a yonder Red Shoes in the bathroom. Did anyway, you yonder Red Shoes? Had a yonder Red Shoes. No one knows what we're talking about. We were at the Gallon Fight last night. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, loved it. It was fucking awesome, dude. Boxing, Biff's in general, I assume, but... Boxing live is, it might have, like, it's the way to do it. It's definitely the way to do it. I mean, will it stop me from buying one? No. But seeing it live, whew. Well, you can't go to all of them, Tom. That's no, just can't. the reality. That's just the way of the world. But I'll be fucking buying them all if I'm not at the event. Know that, know that, know that. Now, big shout out to our dear friend, Carlos from KO. Yep. A dear friend. And the whole KO team. A hundred percent. But special mention to special Carlos. Special mention to Carl. He, uh, he looks after us. Um, got us at the fucking front, front row. We were saying it was like double A. It was like a dribbler's version of like Fashion Week. You yeah. know, you see all the like chicks at like the front row of Fashion Week posting fucking photos of some chick in a garbage bag talking about how it's you know revolutionising fashion. What do they call it? The fro the row. Fro fro. They shorten it to fro. 
which is really, really... Not, see what they've not done Not to be there? confused with Afro. No, but what they've done it is they've combined front and row yep. and made it fro. Yeah. Because that's where they're sitting. I get it. So technically that's where we were sitting. These we people in are the so, uh, so busy with their lives, they don't have time for the one more syllable. Don't have time to say front row. It's an economy of words... Op, you know, situation. I think. How can I get the least amount of effort into this, but the maximum amount of words into a word? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Tom. A terrific amount of sense. You're, you're playing a blinder today. Um, <laughs> so we're in the fro, punters and dribblers. We were you know throwing. that. We were throwing, toing and throwing. We were we were toing and we were throwing and we were hooting and we were hollowing and when we you're yipping and yahooing and ripping and tearing. That's what we were doing last night at the Newcastle fucking entertainment shed. Yeah. It's unbelievable. In there. terms of sheds. Uh, listen, I have been around sheds my whole life. Yeah. I've grown up around sheds. I've grown up in sheds. I've been reared in sheds. I've shown sheep in sheds. I know, <laughs> I know, I know a shed. sheep in your life. You wouldn't even touch the sheep. You nah, didn't know chickens were sold raw. I haven't. It's all bullshit. <laughs> But I've been in shearing sheds. That's all you need yeah, to know. Yeah, no, I've certainly been in a shed. Yeah, exactly. And um, been in a shed or two. In I don't time. know if I've made love in a shed, but like, it's a good question. I actually, have. I reckon you might Look, have, Eddie. I reckon I have. I'm going to say that I have because of my strong affinity with sheds. Mm. What the point is, punters and dribblers, is that that shed was one of the great sheds all time. And just, a, uh, just, a, just a quick point of note to anyone wondering if we are ourselves recording in a shed it is piss and rain here and we are tin roof operators it would seem <laughs> i didn't realize when we were renting this place that we're in a tin shed under a flight path <laughs> that's what happens when you fucking rent a studio during covid during covid uh and there's no no nothing going on that that being said We'll persevere because we want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> As the rain subsides ever so slightly. Here you find us. We, we watched several grown men and women bash each other last night. There's something about the boxing we were saying this where it's like <clears throat> not every fight's a barn burner. So you're sort of like mingling and chatting and, you know, having a nibble on some food. It's kind of like going to a dinner party that has people beating the shit out of each other in the middle of it, which I think is lovely. It's like a civilised evening of assaults. It is. And it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to have going on as you yeah. sit back and you might have a few Chardonnays and a few Sav Blancs and a few... Well, they didn't have blokes. But they didn't have we blokes, sadly, but we were drinking beer. Um, and we're having a great time shooting the shit, seeing people go to work. I I think that the nefarious part of boxing was, yeah. was on full display The criminal night. element of any Australian boxing event, and I assume boxing events globally, um, is an added layer of enjoyment for me. i tell you what it made me feel, Tom. Cultured. Yeah, you're mixing it with crims. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a criminal. No. But 
Do I do I occasionally walk past some at boxing events? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. Did we walk past dudes in fur coats with like tattoos basically on their eyeballs? Yeah, yeah, we did. Were they was, like were they intimidating as fuck? Fucking oath. And that fur fur one guy was wearing. I was like, bro, you're all, you're all presents. Yeah, and some shit did kick off at one point where like. Sadly, we didn't get any uh, explanation as to what happened, but fur coat gentleman who, fur coat heavy, I think we'll refer to him as, the fur coat heavy, he walked to an exit with his boys around him, his, his uh, what did you call them, his pit bulls, <laughs> with a purpose, a calmness, and a confidence of a man who's fucking belted cunts in the street before. <laughs> And probably has the backing of some even heavier heavies. Yep. Well, he just, he worked, he walked with purpose. And sometimes... And with like, cops chasing him. And yeah. he's like, I'm not running. No, but he wasn't running. He, he literally just walked. It was a brisk walk. No, that. But it wasn't. It was, he was not flustered in any way. If you're a police officer, I'd be, I'd be nervous fucking going and chasing that guy. I'd have a sickie. And I've, I'd have a gun on my hip and I'd be like, you know what, dude? Not paying me enough. <laughs> I know. I know. When you see, like, I mean, the reality is they're not paid enough to deal with guns like that. No, they're not. Full but, respects the cops. Mate, we got, a, we, got a, we got a bit of a run through. We, we saw the fucking fires getting ready. We yeah. had a great time. No limit. KO rolled out, you know, the red carpet. The proverbial red carpet. Um, for a great night of fights. Now... We'll start with Harry Garside. Yeah. Now, punters and dribblers, if you listen to our podcast with him, you'd know that A, it was amazing, but B, you'll know that he shortballed us into a round seven stoppage. Now, I hope to God you were all on it with us because it was special yeah. when that ref called the fucking bout in the seventh and, and we, we all got paid, baby. We were looking like the most inspired punters of all time we had dribblers behind us who were like fucking how did you do it and we were like listen the guy you just watched bash another guy he's a dear friend and he short balled us he said he was going to do it in the seventh he did it in the seventh now it gets better Shout out to the Tasmanian townie who he kicked the fuck out of mate I tell you what I I, liked him the Tasmanian townie he He's a big fucking vibe. He 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 was all wood chopper, that bloke. Like. He came out to it. You know that song? I don't even know who... I only know this bit of it, but it's like an old song. Everybody's gotta hurt somebody. I'm looking at you, Dave. Yeah, no, 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 no. He, had, he came out to that, but it was like that on loop, but with some weird effect on it. So it sounded almost like something you'd hear on a radio in there, like... The hills have eyes or some shit. So it was like really intimidating, but it was cool. Mm. And he came out in a bucket hat. If you didn't see it, you should have seen it. You should have ordered it on KO. Um, but he was a vibe. He, he, was was, a t- he was a tough cunt. He was there to get punched and punched he got. He was outclassed by a superior boxer, but he fucking hung around for a long time and wore some serious punishment. You could argue he hung around for the perfect amount of time. Well, he did because he... We all got paid, Tom. Yeah. So it was actually literally the perfect time. The perfect time. amount of time. The perfect amount of time. I think his song was Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime by the Corgis. Right. Okay. 
there's a line in that song that's everybody's got to hurt somebody or something like that. And I it just so, kept yeah. playing and it was sinister because he was out there to hurt someone and it was just fucking cool. Very, very good stuff. Harry a slick dude, slick cat. I tell you what, before the fight, he couldn't have seemed more calm and normal. Like, he's walking around fucking mixing it, yarning to people and shit. You're like, you seem way too calm. Yeah, he was fucking calm. Like, frighteningly calm. I envy that in people, right? Not that I'm fucking, like, needing to be calm in the face of, like... Well, I mean, put it this way, like... The only time that I really get nervous now is if, like, we do a live show, right? Yeah. I would like to bring that calmness into my life on those events. Yes. Because he was... He looked like he was about to go and fucking have a bath and go to bed. He, he couldn't was have so looked... Calm. He couldn't have... He, was, he looked like he was at a, a Sunday barbecue with friends and family. And the sweet aroma of... You know, snag lamb onion, chops yeah. and snags Skewers. and onion and you know bread rolls are fresh and they're getting cut open. They're getting ready Spring to get pounded. Springtime flowers. Yeah, the know, birds are buzzing. Birds are chirping. The bees are buzzing. You know, fresh like cut grass. Hundred percent. Champagne popping. Maybe a little bit of bubbles. Yeah, who knows? Like it's a Sunday. Harry, I've just I've just opened a bottle of bubbles. Can I get you one? Can I get you some? And if, if not, would you like a bloke? Yeah. And if not, would you like a tequila? Like, what, what do you what want? What do you want? And what do you need? Yeah. Be- like, just the, the sort of rolling laughter of just mixed conversations, sort of just There might be some jazz on, on the in breeze. the background. Yeah, you know someone I mean? bought a U-boom, dude, like, and a yeah. rug. Fuck your shoes yeah. are off. You know, you're feeling the grass in between your toes. Yeah. There's that, dogs running around. Yeah, dude. dogs intermittently coming up and, you know, saying g'day. Kids laughing. Mm. There's a bowl of Ferrero Rocher. Oh that are just, shit! Yeah, just waiting to get fucking work. Yeah, yeah. Nan's in form. Nan's oh, no, out Nan's hugs. in form. Well, Nan's just slipped you an envelope full of cash. <laughs> oh, that's how. That's how Harry was behaving. <laughs> like Nan had just slipped him a roll of fifties in the back pocket. <laughs> And you go, Nan, you shouldn't have. And you she goes, have. you're my favourite. Nan, you shouldn't have. You're on a pension. You don't work anymore. It's fiscally irresponsible, but I'm taking it. Yeah. 300 was, you know. I'm taking it to the pokies. <laughs> <laughs> things, yeah. Things going straight into a... Yeah, Queen of the Nile or fucking... Responsibly, Nan. I'm not going to blow all of it. I'm, I'm looking to double it, if I'm going to be honest with you. Look, look you see as an investment... I mean, you know. This is you investing in me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're not getting your investment back. Well, no, you're not. There's no yield for you, man. (laughs) I guess, you know, you're investing in my happiness, though. Yes, (laughs) yes. And, you know, a couple of screws and a slap is certainly going to take the sting off just the general, you know, weight. Just life. The heaviness of life. (laughs) So that was Harry. That was cool. Harry. Cool as a fucking cool cucumber. Cool as a kiwi, mate. Cool oh, as. my God, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking cucumbers would be jealous of that guy. Yeah, cup. they would. They'd be like, fuck, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he showed. He goes out there and he fucking rips and tears, gets the job done. Yeah. He was full of smiles afterwards. Obviously, we gave him a big hug and shit. Big, big hug, kiss. big kiss, you know. Big hug, big kiss. Yeah, you get it. Now we move to the Butch. butcher. <laughs> Butch. Butch, dude. Butch is no joke. Nikita Zoo, holy shit. Now, what do you do when you haven't interviewed the Butch, 
but you know that the you got a, a boxer coming up who's Kostya's boy. Yeah. So he's a son of Kostya. He's got he's got pedigree, Eddie. Yeah. Well, he's from the right bloodline, Tom. Correct. But, you know, good stock. Good stock. Russian. Yep. Tough as fuck. Yep. And he's called the Butch. What do you do? You go. Well, it's to me. If you're called the butcher, and we're in Zoo Castle, and you know, we need to fucking what we're trying to do here is promote Butch. This is about Butch. So, I'm hoping that whoever Butch is up against is going to get fed within an inch of their life mm-hmm. and live me, up to the name. To me, a round one stoppage was the only option. It was. I'd I'd had a little pre-match flutter on round five. And I then, came over, and as good mates do, you talk things through. Yeah, you got to nut things out. Yeah, you got to get down to the nitty gritty. And and as we said on the bloke podcast yesterday, sometimes you need to run a bath, okay, and then sprinkle in that narrative and that yarn, baby, and, and soak it all did. up. We had a bath. We had a bath. We hopped in. Yep. And, and we just worked through what's work, the most likely outcome here. You're in Zoo Castle. You've got a guy who is a brilliant, top-tier, grade-A boxing stock. Well, he's a butcher by trade, Eddie. His name's The Butcher, and you're in Zoo Castle. I mean, do the fucking math, people. People asked us yesterday, those dribblers behind us, how do you do it? Why are you so brilliant? We go... Because we get in a bath. Open your you. eyes, bro. We're in a bath, dude. Open your eyes, run a bath, sprinkle in that narrative and that yarn, and the answers will come. And they did in the yeah. f- in the face of uh, in the form rather of of eight dollar round one winner. So we just go round into round. At this point, Tom and I are swimming in coin. Yeah, and the bath now filled with coins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The water's out. The coins are in, and we're starting to feel each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're starting yeah, to really yeah. vibe. Really vibe. You know, toes touching. Fucking, how we doing, how we doing? (laughs) All all platonic, obviously, Eddie and I not sexually involved. (laughs) Um, That may come as a shock to some. Just mates. (laughs) Just mates. Do we need to clarify that? uh, Look, mates who bath, dude, that's all it is. Mates who Dude, you're not really a mate unless you bath with them. At least shed one or two bars together (laughs) in the pursuit of picking winners. (laughs) Well, dude, if like if all I have to do to pick winners is have a bath with you, then sign me up. <laughs> sign me up, dude. I'm in. Oh, get me pruny, dude. I'll sit in that fucker as long as it takes. Prune? Sure, dude. Sure, dude. I'll prune up. No worries at all. In the pursuit of winners. On pruniness, why is it that only your hands and feet get pruny? Why don't your arms and shit? I reckon they're the first to get pruny. Maybe because they're soft up. But if you were, if you really committed to, wouldn't a they be harder? They're actually harder. Well, whatever, whatever the difference <laughs> is, that's why they prune. And I think a consistent, like if you sat in the water for as long as it took, I reckon you'd come out a full human prune. <laughs> wow, that's, this is. You know, that's a debate, though, for a later time. <laughs> Potentially. No, I don't think so. This is really interesting. So it says that um, pruning of your fingers and toes um, is basically an evolutionary thing, which um, it gives you better grip on yeah. the water. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I have heard that as well. That's, that, firstly, it makes sense, but that's fucking awesome. I love that stat. Um, that's like, not a have stat. You, have you seen that new? 
the new like Avatar trailer and they're all swimming underwater and doing shit. I have seen the new yeah. Avatar oh, trailer. Like what humans used to be like. Shout out to Brendan Cow, who was there last night, who was in the new Avatar. Brendan Cow, one of the great men. Yeah, he's a great man. He's always fucking jolly. Just you know a what good, I mean? And a yarna. A oh, yana. he can spin a fucking yarn, dog. He said he might. We might well, he's a try thespian, Tom. Well, he is a thespian. Shout out to thespians. He might actually come back in for another potty soon. I'd do another so, one with Brandon in a heartbeat, dude. We'd get down and we'd just fucking shoot the just shit. Just dribble, dude. Talk a bit of fucking eyes up footy. Talk a bit of pruning of the hands, you know? Things that really fucking we need to walk out. Things, with, Yeah, he's a good walker out of a narrative and a yarn, so we will be getting him in... F- to do exactly that now shout out to the butch one more time shout out to the butch we appreciate you round one stoppage you fucked that guy up with like 20 seconds to go we were up and about people <laughs> looking at us going who are those two fucking gold standard punters have <laughs> <laughs> a go at those cunts up there yeah. just picking round after round in the look double a seats. Go- look at the gold standard fro seating punters down there yeah. just yipping and yahooing in a bath no less look at the confidence of the men to have a bath in the middle of one of the great sheds all time <laughs> tell you what hadn't had a sh- bath in a shed until last night no first bath in a shed and loved every second of it yeah. we oh, arrive yeah. at the main event the pointy end the business yeah. time yeah Bash him, gal. That was basically what you would hear from the crowd. From Bash the him, the gal. Bash him, gal. And I loved every second of I it. I fucking loved it, dude. Uh, the reality is this. Gallon was outboxed last night. By a boxer. By a boxer. But. The boxer was outbiffed by a biffer. He, he fucking knew he was in a yarn. As Gal predicted, the later the fight went on. Because you just can't fuck Gal off, dude. He's a fucking animal, bro. That Kristevsky dude kept fucking him up, and Gal just kept coming forward. No, but kept marching forward at him, bro. He's a mongrel, that Paul Gallen. Oh, my God. He's like, he's the mongrel of all mongrels. Yeah. No one alive or dead, has had more mongrel in him than Paul Gallen. I'd agree with that. Edward. That's a fact of life. That's he, a mongrel. He's all mongrel. Yeah. He's all mongrel. 100% mongrel. That's a fact. Now, we get to the ninth round and... Eighth. Can't see Eddie's face. That's perfect. You can just yell out at us if yeah, we want yeah, that, yeah. Tommy. That's that's fine. That's, that's probably been like that for a while. How long has that been? <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for those watching on YouTube, but also I'm not. I'm not, I'm no, not sorry. sorry. I'm not. Well, in fact, not I'm not sorry. sorry. Not sorry. Retracted. Yeah. <laughs> Retracted. Um, we get to the end of the eighth, which is where Gallon had told us he would finish this. And he starts to show a bit of promise. And we're fucking frothing at this point. We're like, holy shit, we're a yarn here. The eighth comes and goes, sadly. You can't win them all. Two from three ain't bad. That's fine. So give it a rest. And we get to the ninth. And, mate, that ninth round is one of the best rounds you'll ever see anywhere in the world. I started filming it because I thought his trainer was going to throw in the towel. He had the towel in his hand. Gal was getting fucked up. He did. He had had the towel ready and primed. I was like, okay, this thing's... This thing's, I want to get the footage of the towel getting thrown. And as we're filming Gal, I actually haven't gone back and watched the video, but he, he does something to him. I'm assuming it was a punch. And all shit went out the window. And Kristevsky, Chavesky, 
he was he was damn near out, Eddie. He was damn near out. He was fucked. He was he was hanging on by the skin of his nutsack. I tell you what, there was there, the fight had basically left his body, and then the bell rang, which was fucking annoying. That was annoying. But everyone was up and about, yipping and yahooing. You know, like, like it if, was a vibe in there in that ninth round, bro. You know, like in cricket, how if they think there's going to be a result, they'll extend the day by half an hour, or whatever. Yeah. Or the fucking session. Yep. If it looks like someone's about to get knocked out, they should like extend the round by thirty seconds. Couldn't agree more. At Wouldn't least it? if we've got money on a result, particularly if you and I do. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more for the. It's like a narr- It's like you know what's the narrative here? Do the people in want Newcastle around this shed big. want Gallon to knock him out? Yeah, we do. So let's just extend it. We'll for extend a little that bit. round. Because he would have beaten him 100%. If that round had gone maybe two or three more minutes. And then he gets back in there in the 10th and runs around for three minutes. Yeah. Fucking annoying. Yeah, but you get it. Like, no, I get it. But as a as a viewer, as a spectator, I didn't I didn't love it. No. 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that. No. But I get why he did it. Yes. Makes perfect sense. Um, but... I would be surprised, punters and dribblers, if Gallon goes again. I I wouldn't like to see him go again. I think it's time for Paul Gallon, who first and foremost did so much for the state, uh, and to that we owe him a great debt, then transitions into a boxing career and has done a fuckload for Australian boxing. Oh, he's done enough. I think he's done. I don't think he owes us a goddamn thing. No, he doesn't. And he was getting fucked up. You don't. How many punches do you need to take? That's the thing. You know, like he's he's too tough for his own good. Sometimes you just got to you got to step in. Yeah, mongrels you know? mongrels will punch till their last punch is thrown. That, that sometimes with particularly with mongrels, Tom, and we've worked extensively with them. Yeah. You've got to you've got to step in and and draw a line in the sand and say yeah. mongrel enough's enough. <laughs> Good mongrel. <laughs> sit mongrel, sit. Sit mongrel. Good mongrel. Stay mongrel. Stay. You, you, sometimes you've got to fucking tie a mongrel up to a pole. <laughs> Give him a bowl of water and some fucking food and just go, sit mongrel. Good job, mongrel. Yeah. And just go, listen, mongrel. <laughs> you done good there, mongrel. You've done fuck good, mongrel. That's good work. Good work. But Give him a enough's pat, enough. Scratch a mongrel behind the ear yeah. and tell him to fucking, yeah. you know, let him sleep on a blanket on the ground. <laughs> That's how you deal with mongrels. <laughs> That's how you fucking get a mongrel to retire. <laughs> Time to a pole. Time to a pole. Maybe put one of those shock collars on him in case they're trying to run out of the yard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can, I mean, it's all... You know, it's, it's, it's all are, possible. Yeah, there's workable situations with yeah. mongrel. There's not a, a one-size-fits-all approach to getting a mongrel to heal. No, there isn't. And that's where, t- you know, Tom and I come in. Yeah. Because we, you know... Mongrel whispers. <laughs> <laughs> we are mongrel whispers, yeah. Like water diviners can find water, we, yeah, can, we, we can, can make mongrels heal. Yeah, heal, retire. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. Ed Al. Ed Al. Um, but, uh, you know, again, shout out to Gallon for shout being out a to fucking warrior. Yeah. Don't think, we won't see another mongrel like that, Tom, in no, our time. No, not in our time, Eddie. That's a mongrel's mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of his work. Oh, yeah, dude. Hey, I got a, I got a question for you. 
Yeah, bruh. Fucking how how good does Brayton Astor look in? Oh H2? my god, dude. Brayton Astor in high <laughs> def will fucking give you twelve extra inches on your hog. I'll give you the I'll in gi- a moment's notice. I will give you the hottest fucking tip in town. Brayton Astor under those bright lights doing the three sixty last night in black tie bow tie bow tie all the way up looked fucking hot yeah like he was comfortably the most attractive person there last night it was brave first daylight second daylight mate daylight that's what and he's tw- his eyes were twinkling bro did you see dude that? his eyes uh yeah, i don't know if you remember the seminal uh, sci-fi film Men in Black. I do. But when you go into the eyes of like a fucking cat or something, it would end up being like a, the galaxies. That's what it felt like to me. It was like if I was to dive into Braith's eyeballs, yes. I'd essentially dive into just space. Into the Milky Way, if you will. I understand. I understand. Um, and do you know what, Tom? I agree. I think you fucking nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I did. Have, yeah. either, have either of you seen the movie? Men in Black. Yeah. I've seen Men in Black, dude. They used yeah. to put it on the fucking... Dude, Men in Black's dope. Yeah. Men well, in Black. Not, yeah. Every time we went on a rugby trip, which was fucking basically every weekend, we'd get the bus and they'd put Men in Black on. And that's all we ever watched. Well, you clearly don't remember it that well. Why? It was the, the cat had the little universe on its collar. Oh, sorry, I got fucking slightly wrong. Dude, I was like eight years old, bro. (laughs) I'm fucking working off a little bit of sleep, mate. And I've been driving slash being driven back from Newcastle. (laughs) And I got the cat bit right, and I got the galaxy bit right. Yeah, The eyes, I was confused because we were talking about Braith's eyes. Cats also have eyes, Dave. Are you following? I follow and I forgive you. I'm just trying to do my job here of Dior. Yeah. Bastard who's going to pick me up on the spelling of were and where and fucking we are. Yeah, using the right two they, and there, it's they, there. there. Yeah. Like, Jesus. No, I mean, day to day I get it, but fuck, I'm, I'm barely hanging on here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I need support and Love you know, and care I need to be lifted up. Um, but but shout, out to, right. shout out again to KO at No Limit. Thank you Dude, very much. Dude, that was fucking awesome and would love to do more. Hundred percent. Sign us up. Sign us up. We'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. Um, shout out to Roasty as well. Shout out to Roasty. Got to, good to meet the NRL Roasty Roast. He's a good man. He is a good man. We chucked a bit, we chucked a fair bit of lot, nut last night with Roasty. Yeah, we did. We uh, we wound up at a, a pub, Pound and Pokes, and uh, and um, then we all ended up at Max's together, which is a nice. A nice, you know. It was a beautiful way to to, to end the evening. Yeah. I, if you're wondering, went with a large quarter pounder meal and then um, played 10 nuggets off the side. Well, you have to, mate. If you're not playing with mustard, 10 nuggets, I repeat, with mustard. If, you, if you've never dipped your Macca's nuggets into, into their sweet mustard, you haven't lived. Sweet mustard, the only way to go. Yeah, but what about sweet and sour sauce? Bruh, Shut you haven't had sweet up, mustard, dude. have you? It's sweet mustard or die. You haven't had sweet mustard, I can already tell. Honestly. Is it sweet or is it spicy? It's almost no, like a bit it's of tang. Sweet. I, I'm like I'm not 
like looking to get another tattoo, Eddie. But if I were, it'd be a fucking sweet mustard or die. <laughs> Under the neck. Yeah. I just get a fucking a photo of the of the little sauce itself. We'll see that's tasteful as well. Just on the on the wrist. Yeah. With sweet mustard or die underneath. Yeah. But yeah. I think my brother's keeper esque Kobe Abbott and Bra Boy style. Swad. <laughs> Swad. Wait, Smod. Smod. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I think Swad has a better <laughs> ring to it, so who cares? I think we go with Swad. And if anyone asks, we just tell them to fuck off. Sweet mustard mm. I might see. I might, I might give Kobe Abaddon a call and just see who did his tat. Who did his work and yeah. whether they're still, you're still going. Yeah, and just get sweet mustard sweet or die. Sweet mustard or die. <laughs> <laughs> Across the chest. Um. Kobe, a dear friend, so I'll, I'll no, give no, him, Kobe, I'll, Kobe will be gracious and he'll help us out, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, um, I don't... On food, Tom. Yeah. On food. Yeah. It came to my attention yesterday, and by extension your attention, that there was an article doing the rounds. Oh, my God. This, this is... <laughs> This is like there are little watermark moments I think in the in our journey together as punters and dribblers and podcasting, and this is possibly the greatest achievement in the history of the show. In the history of the show, you might need me to speak up a little bit over there, buddy. Sorry, I can barely mate. hear you. You've <laughs> <laughs> diminished to a whisper. <laughs> it's uh, like the final breaths. Mm. I'm just gonna fall asleep on the mic. Um, Christopher Mushin, a dear friend, dear friend, sent me an article in the Dubbo Times. It was also on the Daily Telegraph website. I think they're affiliated in some way. It was basically an article about uh, the best eateries in Dubbo revealed. It's called Spoilt for Choice. Best eateries in Dubbo revealed. Daily Telegraph. Who's the journal? Shout out the journal. The journal will be shouted out if my Fucking foe decides to load. Um, Eamon Berta. Eamon Berta. Shout out to Eamon. Now, eight of the best cafes and restaurants and cafes in Dubbo. If you're looking for a fabulous venue for your next lunch or dinner date, look no further. We've done the hard work for you. Discover Dubbo's best restaurants and cafes. Now, the first one, unsurprisingly, on the list is the Royal India Resto Bar, 29 Bolt Street, Dubbo. I've, I've spoken at length about my, my love affair and my affinity for the best Indian <laughs> potentially, In you know, well. well Dubbo first, world yeah, second. That's right. Uh, so I'm going to read it out to the punters and the dribblers. It's Dubbo's best restaurant, according to TripAdvisor and former Dubbo local turned popular sports podcaster Edward Simpson. (laughs) It's fucking terrific, Mr. Simpson said on the Hello Sport podcast following his visit to Dubbo over the long weekend. It's It's just about appreciating phenomenal Indian when you can eat it. It is best in class. This place stacks up globally. I think that this Indian restaurant should be awarded some sort of global recognition because it is outstanding. (laughs) In the spirit of celebrating Easter festivities, Mr. Simpson went on to claim the rest of Bar's cheesy naan bread was enough to bring Jesus back from the dead. (laughs) 
my god, bro. <laughs> Indian in Dubbo and Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so good. Oh, I'm going to die. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it stacks up globally. <clears throat> oh, fuck. Mate. That's good stuff. Oh. That is Fucking good stuff. Shout out to Eamon. Shout out to Eamon. You made my fucking day. I was in tears yesterday over that. Yeah, I'm in tears again. Yeah, it's still funny. It's tear inducing. Oh, that was a good laugh. That was good. Um, Mum, if you're listening, I reckon you fucking put that on the fridge. Pin that up. Mama Sims, pin that up on the fridge. Put it on the fridge, Ma. <laughs> put it on the fridge. <laughs> You're proud of your boy. You're proud of your boy. <laughs> just, just the fucking the quote at the start. It's fucking terrific. <laughs> How ridiculous! How ridiculous! Someone reading this going, "Fuck, he loves that Indian joint." <laughs> people would be people read that that don't know me. That's, going, the, the, most, that's the most insane review of all time. <laughs> Loves that joint. Gotta try it out, mate. <laughs> fucking cheesy naan. I'd say, fuck, I'd give you that tip. <laughs> I reckon I'm up and trying to get a free feed there. <laughs> they, could do, they could do worse than just start kicking you a few free cheesy <laughs> naans, bro. After a review like that, holy shit. That was good gear. Oh. That was good gear. Yeah, yeah, what was so, what's funny about it as well, Tom? Is I don't remember saying any of that. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. You know what I mean? I, I don't, don't remember, remember that. I don't remember that at all. I must have talked about it, obviously, when we came back from Easter, but I don't remember that. No. Like, and, like, I remember the name. <clears throat> I remember Resto Barn. That's, what, that's the only thing that jogged my memory. Resto so I was Bar. Like, Resto Bar, sorry, because it reminded me of Autobahn. No. Right. But, I mean, you know. Again, just another high watermark in the history of the show. Will it be topped? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know how. I don't know how you top that. Unless that, this, I, I can't think of a way. I can't think of a way that that gets topped. <laughs> Bested. It was just fucking, it was too good. Oh, bro. It was that's, too good. That's special stuff. We roll a trip to Newcastle and then a trip, you know, a quick nip back to to the homestead into a weekend in Brisbane for Magic Round. Which should be pretty fun, dude. This Magic Round, it's going to be pumping up there, but it's also going to be shitting with rain, which is less cool. Look, it is what it is. We'll be up there. A reminder, punters and dribblers, we'll be the Caxton from 1 to 3 on Saturday. Um, 
we're going to ship a couple of summer tans up. Yeah. And hand them out just as a thank you. Free summer tans. We're not going to be handing out shitloads. Um, if you come to the meet and greet, but there will some be, people will get them. That's there, will be, there will be a considerable number. There'll be a decent number of summer be a decent, tans. A no, decent number. A decent number. Uh, just as a thank you for fucking getting around us and being, and being mad cunts. So come down, say good day. We'll have a couple of beers. Um, and then we'll just be ripping around Caxton Street all night, I would suggest. I would imagine that that's going to be the case. But look, people are saying, you know, this and that about the rain. At the end of the day, brah, pack your fucking Wish Wellingtons and, and throw on a raincoat and you'll be fine. I mean, that's what William does. William? William's of Wish, Wish Wellington's fame. Of William's Wish Wellington's fame. He got he got it. He got the memo. He got the fucking memo, bro. But not only did he not only did he get the memo, Tom, he's given us the blueprint. Well he has. Wear him. He's <laughs> built know? his whole image around these fucking things. I know. He's he's shown you how to fucking do it. Yeah. What's required? You put them on and then you wear them. And that's it. And you get about town looking like a you know, a bit of a vibe. Yeah, looking like a cool guy. Looking or like girl. a cool guy or girl, you know? There were some dribblers about last night. Shout out to everyone who came and said good day. There was a fuckload. One came up and said good day as I bit almost completely through my lip and I was dealing with blood pouring out of my mouth. They were they were they I were good. They were they were patient as well, which was good in the sense that you and I were fucking starving. We're just trying to pound some prawns and some we're, I some ate squid. a lot of, I fucking, once the food, once we found food, I, you know, I got into my work. I must admit, Tom, I'm, I'm still, I'm still thinking about what that butter chicken would have tasted like. I know, dude. So was I. I was like, what did we miss? That's what we missed. But I mean, like, what did we miss in missing the butter chicken is what I was, what I think about, you know? How good was it? Everything else was great. Every, that's what I'm saying. And because everything else was so good, I'm, I'm starting to think that that butter chicken would have been fucking red hot. Could it have stacked up globally? Well, it may, it may have. It may have been in the conversation. At, at the end of the day, we'll never know. Um, but shout out to the dribblers for getting around us and saying good day. Always appreciate um, having a yarn with you. I don't remember any of your names except a bloke named Harry Hot Hat. Well, I don't think that was his name. <laughs> we didn't know his name, but he was wearing a fucking summer tan, so we were calling him Harry Hot Hat because he kept coming up to us. So he was, his name wasn't Harry? <laughs> no, he kept right. saying, Harry's not my name. We go, yeah, but it sounds good with Harry Hot Hat. Right. you got to understand that, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there was a guy called Jordan. That was the only one. Yeah, 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 I remember Jordan. I don't remember Jordan. I remember. I don't remember. Jordan. I remember Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't remember. I just remember Jordan telling me his name was Jordan, and he was like, "You better fucking shout me out." And I was like, "I'm not shouting you out," but now I have. So shout out. I to see. You, he Jordan. has been shouted out. Yeah, it's well because I remembered his name. He did well. He did very he did well. well. He managed to stick in my brain. Not much stuck in my brain, and Jordan did. Um, but back to Magic Round. Tom will be going up there with Seb and Tobler on uh, Friday. Tomorrow. You're going to the game, aren't you? Yeah, Manly game. going Manly Bronx. Hopefully, <laughs> we fucking got seats undercover. Listen here as well with the Manly game. Mm. These when are the we facts. talk rugby These league, are the, by the way, we yeah, do it yeah. for our good friends at KO. Love you, KO. If you can't make magic round, put yourself on the couch, okay? Put your feet up. Get... To where Tom and I are, yeah. you, like you're looking at it like 175-ish, 
Is that right? Uh, you're probably a little. Oh, yeah. You're not. You're, we're not off. One eighty degrees here. I'd say probably one sixty. One sixty gets about one sixty and put KO on and just pound all the games. It'll be a great weekend. Yeah. You can't miss doing a magic it. weekend. It'll be a magic weekend on the couch. Yep. Shipping your best Chinese, shipping your best burgers, your best Indian. Rip over a couple of blokes. That's right. Now, for those that think that Brisbane are a sniff this weekend, need I remind you of what we did to Brisbane last year on two separate occasions, I believe? Humped them. Humped. Humped. H-U-M-P-E-D. Okay? Humped. Those fucking Bronco gimps into the, into the earth. I've got 50 in my head, Tom. Do we put 50 on them? I see a 50, maybe a 60, maybe a 70. Now, we are not full strength, but we're pretty fucking close. We got all the thoroughbreds back, ready to rip and tear. Tommy Turbo's got another game under the belt. I expect him to come out and be an absolute handful. Burbo starting at centre, getting ready just to put Katoni Staggs in his place. Yeah, no I one's think, been able to do it. Burbo's I think we see. I think we see Katoni um, potentially retire after the the treatment Burbo gives him on Friday night. Mm. Tommy, is that too much? I don't want him to retire, but there's every chance that he has no other option because <laughs> Burbo just embarrasses him so much. You know, some I, you know, I don't want him to retire. No, no, we don't want him to retire at all. But it's it, but it I might mean, it's possible. It's possible. It is possible. I am not worried whatsoever by the rain. I think that DCE fucking loves wet weather football. It's where he does his very best work. Mm. Uh, I'll take you back, Tom, to our comprehensive wet weather win over Newcastle. Some great judges calling it the greatest wet weather win of all time. They are. We had a similarly, I can't say that word, uh, impressive performance against the dogs in the wet. Now, some might say it was only by a point, but I think that if you watch the tape, you'll find it was a bit more than that. Closer the win, the bigger the win. That's it. So I think that we're, that's what we do. We mm. fucking love playing in the wet, bro. We love the slop. We're slop operators. Slop operators. We're slop operators. We operate in the slop. If you go to our, like, if, you, if you're looking at a horse and you go to, what does this fucking horse look like? What does it do on the heavy stuff? When you go to our heavy record, it's impeccable. Mm. No losses. All wins. No, never. Undefeated in the wet. Yeah. That's a fact. So I'm not worried. Mm-mm. I think that if you're a, if you're a punning man and you're doing it, all with, woman, all woman, and you're doing it with Neds, I'd be looking very, very, very closely at that manly thirteen plus margin because that's money, baby. Mm-hmm. That's how you look. It's a panty drop a bit. Yeah, manly thirteen plus. Yeah, always has been, always will be. A panty drop-up bet, especially mine, which is Manly 13+, plus, to a below to Turbo and Ruben to get a Hattie. It's only paying 94 bucks. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for throwing value at you. It's Sorry. only paying 94 bucks. Sorry for waterboarding you with value. The only the, That's the only good waterboarding. Well. If you're getting waterboarded with value. If you're getting value, waterboarded with value, then, you know, play on. Good luck trying to get me to fucking cave, you know, or to, to, to speak, to give up s- secrets. <laughs> 
if you're waterboarding me with value, I'm just <laughs> like, keep going, bro. Send more my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drown me in yeah, value. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm not giving up a goddamn thing. Nah, yeah, Much yeah. like James Bond played by Pierce Brosnan in Die Another Day. Yeah, or, or He Jason didn't give up Bourne. shit. Jason Bourne of Bourne Ultimatum, of Bourne's supremacy, supremacy of Bourne, Bourne identity. Maybe, Bourne identity of Bourne that up. one where fucking Jeremy Renner did it and no one... And then just they just went straight back to Matt Damon. It's like fucking relax, Jeremy Rennie, you're not Jason Bourne. <laughs> of that Bourne fame. Yeah. Like that's basically Tom. Yeah. Not giving up secrets because he prefers water- value. Well, if you're waterboarding me with value, it's a silly it's silly on your part because I love it. He cannot get enough of it. Yeah. So mainly get the big W. Um, obviously there's there's eight games this round, some of them better than others. There is one that does really catch the eye, Thomas, seven thirty PM Saturday night, one V two, Storm V Panthers. Mm. This has got Blockbuster written all over it. Yeah, it does. Um Pap out, which muddies the water a little bit, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be wet. What's what's your feeling, buddy? What are you what are you seeing when you when you read the tea leaves? Yeah, bro? I'm reading them. Don't you worry about that. I'm reading them. I'm smoking some of them as well, just for a bit of a high, a natural, unnatural high. You know, just tea based high. Time. Yeah, smoking tea. I think they use that on film sets actually when they can't actually smoke cigarettes. Do your own research if you care enough to look into it. I see the Panthers winning, uh, but I don't base that on anything. I've had an absolutely god-awful run with rugby league this season, so my opinion really shouldn't matter to anyone. I see Panthers winning, but Nick Meaney of where the fuck have you come from fame (laughs) is in really good form. And when I say where the fuck have you come from, I know he came from the Knights and the Dogs, but I mean like form-wise, where'd you come from? Uh, he's going to fullback, so maybe like playing in a good side will help Nick Meany continue to rip at fullback. So like, there is talk that Tyron Wishart could play at fullback, and Meany stays on the wing. Ah, There's a bit of talk in late mail about really? that, but yeah, not sure. Well, I mean, I don't know what Tyron brings specifically, Dave. Do you? Look, he's a good footy player. You saw in the game last week, he made like a break or two. I and, didn't see anything um, in the game last Well, you should have. trusting you. Um, look, he's a good player. He's just quite small and inexperienced, which could uh, what would you prefer? be a bit issue. I don't know. I think he's definitely vulnerable. What's he, what positions do you usually play? With he's, well, he's played a bit of everything for us. He's mainly a half and a hooker. Um, but, like, right. if he's there kind of doing some stuff, but then... Could you put Munster at fullback? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, to go on to kicks and stuff like that, I would be very nervous about Wishart under the high ball. Um, but, yeah, the fact that we have Munster and Hughes, who are both fullbacks, kind of helps as well if we want to kind of chop and change around. Fuck up, fuck up your halves. Could you say, Tom, that there's a bit of cotton-eyed Joe about Nick Meany? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could say that, but I'm, I would love for you to, you know, just maybe expand on your on your on your thinking for me where did you come from where did you go where did you come from cotton eye joe oh <laughs> well, well now you put it like that Eddie. yes there's a fuckload he's got it he's got bucket loads of it he's you could argue waterboarded in cotton eye joe cotton eye joe dear friend 
<laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go, fame? <laughs> he was mysterious, Cotton. Well, he came and he went, and no one knew where. Either way, <laughs> he had cotton for eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, cotton eyes. So even he, don't, he didn't know where he well, went. How either. the fuck's he meant to know? He can't see shit. Cotton in his eyeballs. <laughs> did Cotton Eye joke? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know if we've got much more in us. How long have we been going for it, Tobler? I reckon a 50, 50 great, honest, true, 50 really hard. robust minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that you'd be hard-pressed to find more robust minutes. It, like, I don't know if you fo- if you can find a better 50 minutes in podcast history. Oh, oh, sorry, boys. We can extend this a little bit because I just found out the meaning of Cotton Eye Joe or one of the, oh, you know, meanings. I hope it's not etch. No, 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 no. It's not etch. Well, I mean, well, it's not that etch. It's basically having been blinded by drinking bad alcohol or wood alcohol, which turns the eyes milky white. Wow. That's actually interesting as fuck. So that would have what happened back in the day if you were drinking... You know, moonshine, bad moonshine, mm. and that's why they don't know where they came from or where they went because they got cotton eyes. Wow, that's cool. I like that. I mean, I don't like the idea of getting cotton eyes, but it also makes the song a little scat because it's very like. <laughs> I know. Well, so the the original song was actually like an American folk song um, that started like people knew it in the mid 1800s so it kind of like it was like played with banjos and shit i don't know but it you know the version we know isn't the original do we have the original from the 1800s well fuck dave i'm assuming that it's not a recording i'll try find it i can hear mozart i'm sure i'm not hearing him fucking banging away on the harpsichord um dior if that's right but you know what i'm saying yeah the harpsichord that was what they had before pianos is that right yeah, because pianos were invented because harpsichord essentially is played the same way, but you can't make harpsichords louder or softer. They're all at the exact same volume level. So pianos were made like if you press the key lightly, it taps it lightly, but if you press it hard, it can be louder. That's why the piano's full name is a pianoforte, which in Italian means, I think, loud and soft. Good. Good from you, Dave. Dave, coming in here. You're fucking... You're you're living up to your name, bro. Yeah, you're having a good show today, mate. You're having a great show there, bro. Uh, I think it's not hard to look good next to you two at the moment. Well... (laughs) Well, I I don't know if that was necessary. That seemed a little bit mean-spirited. I think that's a little off. That's a little off-colour. Yeah, I think that's off-colour. I think that's that's, uh, in poor taste. Before we do wrap this bitch up, Eddie, go home to our loved ones... We do have merch coming out next week. Yeah. Yeah, better believe it. The Dior hoodies and the summer tan hats. Summer tan, you, if you're on YouTube, you can see on top of my head. The Dior hoodies are just over there. I, hope, I know you can't see them, but they're right there, I promise. They are right there, we promise. Now, Thursday, next Thursday is looking like the day... That merch will be released. You will be kept in the loop, obviously. But you don't want to miss these fuckers, bro. Nah. You don't want to miss these. Summer tans, this is it, bro. There will be no more. 
ever again. Dior hoodies. Done. Never. Again. So you got to get in while the getting's good. You got to get in, and you know every time to this very day we still have people. Mate, you're making punters and many more punters and dribblers hats. You're making any more last dribble t-shirts? You're making any more bounce hat trackies? No, dude, no. They come but once, and then they goeth forever. We moveth oneth, intoeth the, the futurist. Okay, all right. <laughs> if there was ever a sign, this thing's done. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Thursday, 6 p.m., unless you hear anything else, which would mean that there has potentially been a logistical nightmare that we've had to deal with and the date changes. But 6 p.m. next Thursday, Summer Tents, Dior Hoodies. That is us, motherfuckers. See you at Magic Round if you're up in Brizzy. And if not, we will see you next week. Peace. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore?